This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hey, Scandal fam. We are back with episode 10. Uh, season 7, episode 10. The People vs. Olivia Pope. And we all know who won that battle. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now. Let the buzz begin. I don't know the words, so I gotta head back. Same. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. A little old school Janet <laughs> to get us going. It's some Janet on the first day of Black History Month, guys. Yes. 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 <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us for our weekly Scandal After Show. You guys know me. I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me all over social media at Christine Bean with three E's. Hey, guys. I'm Tessa Saval. Thanks for tuning in. You guys can check me out on all social media at Tessa underscore Saval. Hey, hey. I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Insta and Snap at Paris Rose with two R's and on Twitter at Paris Rose TV. Yes, and I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and, of course, on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. What a show. What a show. It's <laughs> a little yes. shoulder. Mm-mm. Right? Yes. A little shoulder shimmy for this <laughs> week because <laughs> can um, I, is it safe to say Scandal is back? Yes. Like, Ooh. finally, finally back. Legit. Oh. Finally. I think we all are super energized after tonight's amazing episode. Shout out to Miss Carrie Washington for directing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she did. Yes. Yeah, she directed tonight's episode. Yes, yes very good. Okay. Her own intervention, directed by herself. <laughs> I mean, amazing. Wow. That's amazing. I hope I never have to stage or direct my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not goals. Uh, yes, and you guys, we see you joining in. So go ahead and jump into the conversation in our live chat. Yes, thank you, everybody who stays up to chat with us and share your theories, whether it's in the live chat or uh, via Twitter. Our Twitter fam, you guys are amazing with tweeting us your theories all throughout the week, not just on Thursday. So we love you guys. And to anyone who may be listening later on, thanks for checking us out. And be sure to drop a comment on the YouTube section and let us know what you think. Yes, and super shout out to the Double Mint Twins over there. (laughs) (laughs) Salt and pepper. (laughs) Pepper, obviously. Um, (laughs) So creative. And welcome back, Christine. Thank you, guys. missed you. So it feels really good to be back with you guys. Um, I was, like, weirdly getting nervous before we started. Like, it's just so weird to be away from you guys, even for just one week. So I'm back, and it feels good. Yeah. (laughs) And... Tonight was so juicy. So, so, so juicy. Um, So let's just get right into it. Um, This episode kind of paralleled two really different worlds, D.C. and Vermont. So we were kind of going back and forth all episode long. But the main opening is what we've kind of seen in the previews. Um, And if you've been keeping up on social media with anything that Shonda has been tweeting or the Scandal account, we knew this week was going to be the intervention. Yes. Thoughts going into it? Well, I already knew it wasn't going to work, but I wanted to see them try. That's what I wanted to see. I mean, it worked out exactly how I thought. Right? Really? Mm-hmm. Thoughts going into it, I was surprised on how much they knew 
and how they developed that storyline so quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. we ran straight into it. I mean, we mm-hmm. opened up with Fitz and Liv and then roll next scene. They're in Vermont intervention. So I'm happy that it was such a fast paced episode. So yeah. it, mm-hmm. it we're like, yes, yes, yes. So Yeah, I did not expect that. It moved so quick. I, I'm happy about that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, a lot of comments about the season so far has just been kind of the dragging mm-hmm. and the, the right. pulling of the storylines and kind of weaving things together, which I'm sure as fans we can appreciate, but also, you know, needing a little bit of, just a little bit more. And I feel yeah. like we kind of got that tonight, <clears throat> so I'm very happy about that. Um, but even right away, like you said, you were surprised at how much the team knew. I was very much surprised mm-hmm. at how much Cyrus knew and put together and how quickly he brought his information to Melly at the right. same time mm-hmm. that we got this intervention kind of starting. Those were like, boom, boom, the first two scenes. So, mm-hmm. kind of just, whew, to start. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, totally. And I would like to say, I called it on the recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I knew they would find it, and I knew it would be Liv and um, Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I think you. I mentioned yes. it last weekend. I had mentioned it the week before, but it was just like finding the recording underneath the crib. We were wondering what it was going to be. And it was the actual recording of Capital. Um, I think, yeah, we had revisited that last week, but, um, but I don't who know. put it there? That's what still is unanswered. Well, we think right? that, well, what I said the first week is that. Quinn put it there because as she was the one that was building it and then someone had chimed in and said oh yeah because Charlie said that she wanted to build it herself and didn't want any help so it made sense Mm -hmm. that she was the one that actually put it there and then the discussion is what you know what was actually on it and then I was like well she did record that you know that she did record the conversation um, at the Capitol and (laughs) I must say Charlie finding out about Quinn mm-hmm. and being there in the oh, house. Yeah. I so called that last yeah, you week. Did, you I, did. The whole you did. time I was like, Christine, I was like, it's happening. I know. <laughs> that stuff is happening. In the <laughs> we, so it's fun being right. We yeah. jokingly said we needed like a little ding to go off every yeah. time Jessica was right. <laughs> <laughs> that test, all of us really yeah. just like, we were all like, honing mm-hmm. him. Call that, call that. Mm-hmm. And I know you gladiators called it too. So. Yeah. So it's I, fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It felt so good to have an episode where we were validated. Yeah. And I kind of like that the writers didn't harp too much about um, the recording. They kind of yeah. respected the viewers that we were smart enough to put mm-hmm. it all together and just really keep moving things forward, which, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we're all happy about yes. that. So happy. I know. Yeah. During the first, like, five episodes, me and Tess were like, <laughs> we're like, this is amazing. <laughs> it was so exciting to watch. You should have seen us watching the actual episode. It was very... <laughs> Entertaining to say the least. <laughs> yeah, guys. For anyone who doesn't know how our format works, we do watch the episode together live in the studio and then we go right here to tape and talk with you guys. So it's all fresh, it's all mm-hmm. real. Yes. Excuse any of our flubs or mishaps, but we, we, we really do just go right away. Um, and speaking of going right into it, so did Liv with her rebuttals and just, you know, when she was finally confronted by the team, she really just started to drag everyone for filth. And kind of go around and say, don't point your finger at me because of what you've done and what you've done and what you've done and what you've done. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about Liv reacting that way off off the bat? It doesn't surprise me. I just kind of thought she was being a little bitch. <laughs> say I don't know. Bitch. I just... It wasn't surprising for me, yeah. for me either. I expected that. I expected her to really put up a defense. Um... But I was kind of surprised that she called out every single yeah. person in the room. Like, she didn't leave anyone to, to like, I don't know. She just made sure that everyone felt 
her her wrath. Wrath, that's a word. Well, Joe March in our chat says that this episode frustrated me. Everyone was so hypocritical. And so I'm totally on board with that theory um, or, or that feeling, Joe, because I felt the same way. And I love that she did call everyone out because it's kind of like, right, you want to bring me here and literally have this intervention, but all of you have done worse or equivalent to what, you know, I've done. And I've always had your back, protected you, covered it up, you know, and now she's like, and you all going to put me on the hot seat? So I really did. Um, God, it's so hard. It's such the dichotomy between Olivia and what she's done. And then the entire, you know, gladiators and fits and everyone. I'm like, I teeter totter on whose side I'm on mm-hmm. and who tough. I'm rooting for. That was a tough scene. Yeah. Honestly, once Olivia really started mapping it out, I was like, ooh, <laughs> she's right about that. Right. She's right about that. And... It, it did put me in a weird position. But at the same time, none of those people have killed one of their own. True. So that's where Liv separates herself from all of the other transgressions that everyone has done. And kill. In, Except in Huck that is true. was going to kill Quinn. I mean, he did rip out her tooth. Oh, well, we forgot about that. I mean, they yeah. had, before their moment, they had that. So that's very true. I don't know if, if anyone can be saying it, anything. Yeah. And that's why I felt like that connection that she had with Huck, like out of everyone, yeah. you pushed the line more than anyone else and have exactly. done things that was unforgivable. But, you know, you make a good point, Christine. It, that that, is, that does kind of draw the line, your own people. I mean, and what what I love the most about that in particular is uh, we see Abby kind of lead the charge on... You know, recognizing that she was there too, but trying to make Liv understand that this is a situation where they need to save her, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than let it, just let it go, or Liv being the one fixing all the things that people have done in the past. This time, it's flipped on her, and Liv can't take it. She literally does a 13-year-old girl move and (laughs) pushes past everybody in her way and goes to the door and slams it and doesn't want to be bothered, and literally closes the 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 shades that are see-through i'm like girl girl (laughs) just hold on and it was was kind of amusing to see that that little bit of of her just throwing a temper tantrum can we um talk about the fact that fitz oh fitz for you oh fitzers no olitzers whatever no (laughs) just kidding can we talk about the fact that he definitely got him some um, the night before, before <laughs> guiding her into this intervention, I was like, I was talking about to a trap. Use a person. Right. You sure did. I was like, you are shady. Like she hasn't done it to him. True. How well, many times has Liv flexed her natural, you know, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Bargaining chip to get what she wants. <laughs> But, I mean, it's one thing to get what you want. It's one thing for him to wake up the next day and like, hey, could you slide this bill to Melly? And it's another thing to lead her blindly into this lockdown intervention, (laughs) secret service, phone is disabled, and she's basically shook it into reality. Like, it was really sad. Like, it was actually cute. You know, I'm not a litter, but it was actually cute how they were, like, snuggled on the plane and she was resting her head and he did an endearing forehead kiss. And as she was walking to Vermont, she was like, it was so breathtaking and she was like, we're finally here about to make jam. And then, boom! Back to reality and everything shatters. I'm just saying. That was... We all kind of jumped when Huck just popped up. We're like, oh. I know. I'm like, whoa. I knew something was going to happen because it was just too, like, happy. But it was just like, ooh, aggressive. Let me have my moment a little bit longer. 
<sighs> but yeah. also, didn't Olivia go to Fitz? Uh, the night like of originally. The... Mm-hmm. So, like, how much of a did did he formulate this whole trap after she got there, or do you think he knew question. all along mm-hmm. that she would end up there? Because I was kind of thinking that in the back of my head. I was like, wait a minute, she went to him and like threw herself at him. Mm-hmm. True. And so, I, at what point did Fitz be like, hmm? I feel like, mm. you know, she, didn't she, didn't he wake up before her, though, that morning they decided to leave? Maybe between that time, probably the texted her, yeah. <laughs> texted the homies, like, when hey. When they finally listened to that drive, and they were like, where is she at? We need to do something. Mm-hmm. Let them know, boom, make the arrangements. It's a good point on the timeline. Yeah. Sometime yeah. between the night that she came over and the morning mm-hmm. after, yeah. there was some sort of communication to just get her while they could. Do you think it's mm. something we'll see in a later episode, or probably not? Yeah. Probably not, but yeah. you know they love their flashbacks. This is I what know. happened in the two seconds that you missed that week. <laughs> so maybe. On the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I had to go, go for so it. So although no one was successful in helping uh, Liv, who do you guys think had the best strategy? We had Rosen, who was just like, this is how long you'll be in jail. There was Article 1516, or there was like Abby, who was trying to you know, get to her emotions. Who do you think had the best strategy? Mm. I feel like Huck did, and I think he knew that, which is why he didn't have a strategy. <laughs> I was about to say, what really was his strategy, honest. girl? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I think he knew at that point, like, especially after the conversation they had in her office, in, or was it two weeks ago now? Um, it was the yeah, first right. week of this season, yeah. yeah. And uh, their connection then to now, I think, is just so intense that I think he knew that when he approached her, he almost didn't need a strategy because he knew, or his strategy was that if he came up, Olivia would talk to him, which is exactly what happened. Like, yeah. he, was, he was like, huh, she was like, huh, huh, yeah. are you there? I think for mm-hmm. Liv, Huck's presence holds the most guilt for her and mm-hmm. evokes the most emotion because of how close they are. And I, I kind of thought about all of their different speeches to her as like appeals because this episode was titled The People versus Olivia Pope. Mm-hmm. So it's like everyone kind of took the stand rather and brought their arguments, like you said. Personally, I've, I would have stopped when um, when David was starting to read her all the things that happened. I mean, he said, Liv, you're going to ha- make me make history. We haven't had an execution in how long? So for, think- for me personally, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Orange doesn't look that good on me. I don't really want to be locked up. That's just me. I'm not Olivia Pope. But yeah. that would have done it for me. Yeah, with him, I was kind of like, okay, he was annoying to me. Because I'm like, <laughs> you're not actually going to do it. You can try, but you're not going to do it. And you're not going to succeed. So I think that it was kind of like... Just, just leave. And the fact that she just took it, yeah, like, and she just sat there and listened to everything. I thought that that was, you know, I was, I, I literally wrote down, David is annoying right now. <laughs> but I do, Aww. I like Abby's attempt because yes. to me, Abby came from a less judgmental place. Mm-hmm. And typically, Abby has that type of personality where she will make you feel bad and and, and kind of list out things and kind of shape it to where you know, Olivia is supposed to be the Christ and the gladiator and just everything for them and how Olivia has let down the team. But she didn't. She kind of was like, hey, 
I've been there. I understand what you did wasn't great, but we aren't here to persecute you. We are here to forgive you and give you a way out. So I was like, wow, like Abby. And I think that Abby was humbled because how she had to grovel back into the presence of her own friends after she was, you know, mm-hmm. after she turned evil, if you will, when she went to the White House, the darn <laughs> White House. Um, so I, I, you know, I liked Abby's approach, but at, at the same time, I was like, Liv has a plan. It don't matter what yeah. none of you fools say. <laughs> yeah. So I, true. I don't know. I, I couldn't help but think that the fact that, like, Abby knowing that Huck was still alive made it easier for her to, like, apologize mm-hmm. and grovel. Whereas, like, I think in that moment, maybe, you know, Liv still doesn't know that Quinn is alive. So to her, it's like, well... Whatever, it's already happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what's st- stopping her from like humbling herself. Because I feel like if she knew, maybe if she knew Quinn was alive and they set it up like, you know, we just want to talk, like even Quinn is forgiving you or whatever, like that would have pulled on her a little bit more. But I think Liv was probably like, this is all over anyway. You know what? That makes sense, but I almost think it in reverse. I feel like had she had known that Quinn was alive, that would have been further justification for her actions because she would have said, that's, "That's true." In actuality, no one died. I had oh, to be yeah. tough on my father. It was to save all of my friends. I was doing it for the republic. I really felt like she could have built a stronger case had she had been alive. That's um, good point too. I was surprised by the lackluster emotion. I want to say from the team. As they were sitting there looking at her and pretty much charging her with the account of Quinn's death, they weren't emotional in their delivery to me. They were very stark and kind of like, we know you did it, just say it. Not like, I don't know. It was just, that's that's an area that I liked about the episode. It made me not know exactly how to feel. They didn't overdo it. They didn't overcompensate. I was just kind of like, where is this going? Yeah, especially because that's that one moment to actually confront her and let out all that rage. When else are they ever going to get a chance to yeah. do that mm-hmm. without her power walking away and sashaying <laughs> out of your life? <laughs> <laughs> that walk. Uh, that bounce walk. <laughs> Interesting. Well, before we jump too far ahead, we have to also remember what's happening. While this is all happening mm-hmm. in Vermont, in D.C., Cyrus has put all the clues together, t- uh, crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's, and brings everything that he knows to Melly. Um, he tells Melly that Liv is responsible for killing Quinn and President Rashad. And that leads Melly to just question everything at this point. Which I'm kind of surprised by at this point. She hasn't, you know, put two and two together. But then again, she is she has been kept out of the loop. Um, and things just start to go into motion. Melly confronts Jake, wants to know the truth. And he gives it to her. What did you guys think about the moment between um, Jake and Melly in Liv's apartment? Well, first, I'm sorry. Just... (laughs) Did I go too far? I'm sorry. No, like, let's break it down. Because how did Cyrus get all this information? That's what I need to know. He didn't figure it out and just, you know, was so sure of himself that he went to Melly. Somebody told him. And I'm like, who did it? Which one of you fools... (laughs) In Vermont, made the telephone call to Cyrus because he he had speculation, but I don't think that he would have went as far as to bring Melly in. I saw that as like a power move because I feel like if he got the jump on it and told her first, even if it was just a theory to him at that point, like that's his way back into having more power than Liv. Because at that point, like it's just her word against his and she wasn't there. So that was a good moment for him to just 
even if he lied and said, oh, she also did X, Y, and Z, it's like, how would Melly know? Hmm. Sai's also point. really smart. And he's the first one to realize that, that Liv is dark. He was the first one to realize that this White House is going to really change her. And so I think when that bomb, the explosion happened, he already was probably like fishy about it. And he's also trying to get his way back into the White House. So he's been looking for anything. And this was his first time to really like go for this and go all the way. So he might not know all the facts, but he has enough to go ahead and give it to Melly. Right. And Liv is gone. She's MIA, so it's the perfect time. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. And I think we underestimate kind of how, I don't know if bad's the right word, Cyrus is, mm-hmm. because he's just con- consistently bad, kind of like Charlie in a <laughs> yeah. way, mm-hmm. that I think we forget that he actually is. Yeah. Because he always yeah. is. And he, <laughs> right. and he is. Figured, yeah. he's not like going up and down, up and down like a lot of other yeah. characters. And, he, and he, does, he did see the darkness of Liv, and he used that mm-hmm. to his advantage, which is how he became vice president, right. because he called her out mm-hmm. for killing Luna, and then she found out simultaneously that he actually set Luna up in this whole takedown of his... That was of, the exact yeah, so <laughs> that. But, but then also, I... He did figure it out um, that the bombing, or he had his speculation about Liv being behind the bombing only because when he tried to backtrack how they got to Glacklin mm-hmm. and who planted the evidence, he was like, oh, Jake did it. Oh, okay, so he did yeah. figure it out. But I, but he just was so sure. He, yeah. He'd been known this for weeks now. <laughs> he knew, you know, so I was just wondering, like, what put the nail in the coffin for Honestly, him to go to Melly. I think what you brought up is actually what did it because mm-hmm. I think once he realized that someone else that he could actually care about does not even want to be associated with him because of something that Olivia did, I think for him it was like you can't have everything. You can't have yeah. all the power, mm-hmm. take away that everyone that everyone loves and then still get to go off scot-free. Like, no, I'm going to bring this to Melly now because Melly doesn't have Rashad. I don't have Glacklin. You have everything. Mm, yeah. That's good. I think that I was like him that. just being like, I've had it. That's good. I've had it. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the bulldog. You know, insert <laughs> yeah. Cyrus speech here. Like, you, you know. Yeah, you know? I like that. That's that's a good Which reason. Which then continued to play out with Jake. Like, don't yeah. mess with yes. me. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I can't Kill even. Me. My, Kill my me. mind. <laughs> yeah. First off, I was like, Cyrus, shut up. He's just a little punk. I'm like, no one is afraid of you. And the only reason, by the way, <laughs> that Jake didn't kill you is because that would have been a bigger distraction from the actual situation and actually yes. finding Olivia. Don't get it twisted. That that those scissors were almost through his throat. I'm just saying. Oh, People man. be tough. He reminded me of Papa Pope last week when he was like trying to, or the week before trying to fight Charlie. It's like <laughs> sit down. No one's afraid of you. Great segue. I'm just saying. <laughs> because we finally realized what happened with uh, yes Charlie and Papa mm-hmm. Pope. Finally, thank you for giving us that fairly early in the episode yes. as well. Um, Quinn comes in to save the day and explain kind of the dynamic of what's going on and why she needs to stay hidden and why everything played out the way it did. And poor Charlie, I gotta say, I felt for him because that is just such a weird, 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 weird thing to walk into and wrap your head around. My fiance is still alive with her kidnapper and our baby's born. Oh, (laughs) and she's happy about it. And she's happy. And they're singing Britney Spears, and like, where do I fit in in this? You know, I was a little annoyed by how Quinn handled that situation because he thought she was dead. This is a big moment, and she kind of made it seem like, "Oh, I'm alive! Come on, this is our baby." Now we're singing together. I'm like, I feel like she should have been slower about it, more like, "I know, I'm sorry." Have a moment together, like Papa Pope leave. But she made it be like, "Come on, Charlie, you know, get over it. I'm alive." Right. And like that response, it like. 
And she was annoyed at him for not for taking it kind of slow. I, I didn't like That's any classic of it. Quinn though. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. telling Charlie to get over himself. Yeah. This is something different. Like You're she right. should be different for this situation. But at the same time, it wasn't really her fault that she yeah. got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So I think coming from like that mindset, she's like, well. Hello, she's like, redirect like, her this anger, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't end up here on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's like she had already figured out what the steps were going to be. Her and Papa mm-hmm. Pope were good, so he, she's like catch up, basically. Like, right. Yeah. Been there, done that. We were upset. Ah, I'm alive. The baby's here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was very rushed. Yeah. Um, crazy. Like I was literally trying to put myself in Charlie's mind, and I was like. I would be mind blown like he and oh I just I just wanted him like to cry a little and I know that he's so tough but I wanted him to like in the motion of everything that was happening even when they were singing I just wanted him to sit there and just like drop a tear same Charlie, yeah. yeah I would have liked it too tear. especially because we were such a big deal that's a big deal and we were lacking all the emotion from the other scene mm-hmm. with the team you know like so I wanted you're right I wanted to see someone kind of just break down at the the gravity of everything that they've yeah. gone yes. through in like yes. three weeks or however long it's been um, since everything has played out but those pregnancy war- hormones wore off. Quinn was like, "All right, we don't have time for this. Nobody's crying because they put us such on on such a roller coaster, specifically with Charlie's character, mm-hmm. because we had to witness him going to all of these um, funeral homes or you know mm-hmm. morgues and and identifying bodies and him having to be left at the altar and 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 seeing him process each step of she's coming back. No, no, leave the step, leave the catering. No, we're still getting married to." him smashing glasses so we've been through these steps with him and and then it's like you feel like the payoff was there yeah no i don't like i'm so happy he was reunited but i just wanted i just uh, i just but anyway (laughs) that's that's just what i wanted but can i just say (laughs) the funniest scene ever was that britney spears yeah i was dying we all were I was like, wait, my loneliness is killing me. I'm like, I think I know this song. Everybody. It was so slow. It was weird. They had a little choreographer. I was like, wait. What are they doing, though? Do they want us to love Papa Pope? Because I love Papa Pope now. Like, what are they doing to me? He's dancing. He's teaching Charlie how to hold the baby. Like, why? Why? These little, like, human moments are killing me. Because, like, last week I mentioned him in the department store. Mm -hmm. I was like, it was such a human, normal moment. Here we are, him sitting there folding laundry on his (laughs) couch. I was like, another human moment. (laughs) Tell me, baby, cause I need to know now. Choreography in the two seconds. I can't even do it. Really, still got it. And that's like he would give us, yeah. Shout out to the engineer. But it's like I agree. He gives us these human moments, but then in the same breath, he almost takes them back because he's Mm. so cruel. When he was delivering to Charlie about Charlie needing to leave, I was like, man, it's all about the delivery in it. You could have explained, like, hey, you know, we're trying to go after Liv. Like, you can come and see them anytime you want, but you need to leave just for a little bit of time. Your babies are safe. I'm not trying to take your family. I'm just trying to protect them. You gotta go. We don't need you like here. We're now. better off without you. I'm like Papa Pope. Like in, in all fairness, Papa Pope was never one to be very tactful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever. True. So, but Quinn too. She's on the board with just leave now. You got to. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. Can you hug him? Reunite. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Gosh. <laughs> one one really important thing about that scene and that whole dynamic that I wrote down um, that I think is going to really be big going forward was that Quinn said that, she said, I want justice. I want mm. Olivia in prison. And she's basically telling Charlie to get what they want from this, they need to play the long game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't, she says, you can't go at Olivia Pope with a switchblade and a bad attitude, which Shady Boost moment was mine um, <laughs> a little earlier. But um, so that to me was like such a big moment. I don't know if it had the same weight on you guys, but it, the fact that like the rest of the team, it, in a way, is still kind of ready to forgive her and possibly find some way to talk this out, but knowing that Quinn, which completely in her right to be this way, is not seeking some sort of um, kumbaya moment from this. She's not. So I think that to me was a clear line in the sand that things will not return to the way that they were. I think Quinn seeking justice was even stronger and more powerful than her wanting to kill Liv because she wants Liv to suffer. Liv being in prison for all those crimes, that is worse punishment than I think death for Liv. Her Mm -hmm. whole, everything she worked for just crumbled and she's a prisoner? Oof. I think I think Quinn is onto something. Yeah, prisoner again. Yeah, she's already been in prison. But yeah, I do think that that was a very strong moment, just because it kind of goes back to like questions that we've been having. And one of the questions I think last week I was kind of like, "What do we want? Oh, like, right. what yeah. do we want out of this? What is the end game? Yes. What you know?" And I think that this episode truly defined it. Yeah, some people want. Her t- just to admit it, to resign, shut down B613, and carry on. And then Quinn is like, no, she's going to pay for what she did to me. So I do think that they're working off of two sets, d- two different sets of information, clearly, because, you know, Quinn knows that she's alive and the people don't. <laughs> um, but I think that's super, I don't know, I'm so, uh, it's so fascinating. It is. So fascinating. And on that same tip, I think... I realized that a lot with Quinn, too. I mean, not with Quinn, with Huck in, in his conversation with Liv because he said to her, I'm not your gladiator anymore. Ah, that, that moment. That my heart out because Ooh. I believed him mm-hmm. so much. So Ooh. much more than I ever have before. And I, like you said, as much as we're still trying to figure out what we want from this ending, it's clear what Huck and Quinn want. And those were her ride or dies. Like her mm. real aces down to do whatever for her. And the fact that they have acknowledged, like, there's no coming back from this. I mean, talk about a turning point. A necessary turning point. Yeah. They needed to get on the same page. And I feel like they finally are, except Quinn. But they're on some same page. That They all know Liv is dark. It's not a question anymore. They know she's crazy and that she needs help. And now they know she's up to no good. After she slip them. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking though. They really thought she was just gonna after what, a few days in Vermont give it all up? A day. Was she, it a it day? was overnight. She was like, so last night I've been writing oh, and right. came to my overnight. senses guys. <laughs> Here's my little note. Okay, let's go back home. But I was kind of like, why didn't no one follow her to the White House? Like, why oh, didn't sure. anyone make sure that she didn't actually do this resignation? What happened with this meeting that Melly set up with the advisors of the White House that was supposed to announce everything. There were so many mm. questions. I honestly didn't think about that, and that mm-hmm. is such a yeah. good point. Yeah. It is. Wow. I, I mean, yeah. I, Liv, you know, just to get into it, she says she'll resign as chief of staff, mm-hmm. that Jake will eventually dismantle B613 with time. She says that she can't admit that she's wrong, but knows that she has to stop. But it's... 
I don't. I mean, credit to Carrie because I knew something was up her sleeve. I just. I don't know. In that moment, I did kind of believe her for like a hot second. For me too. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I, Paris got duped. Uh-huh. But I think that she was speaking truth yeah, because was. she was remorseful about Quinn's death. Even how what the lackluster um, speech that she gave the eulogy, she still felt bad about it. But she was very honest. She was like, I can't say I was wrong in front of you guys. I can admit several things, but it's not that I was wrong or I would do it again. And that should have been a wake-up call to them. But I think that they were just happy that she was out of the room saying something. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Did we see, sorry, I'm kind of having a blonde moment. Did we see Fitz's reaction to her not resigning on TV? We kind of yeah. saw it later when he was kind of brooding out the window and was just like, damn. Oh, Remember yeah, him and Marcus were like, waiting for yeah. it? They yeah. were all like in the room because he was like, Mr. President, Marcus said, and yeah. he's like, give her more time. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. I don't know, just the fact of like waiting for her to come on the TV. I'm like, <laughs> where is y'all's recourse? And why all these Secret Service people that y'all had her on lockdown, why isn't anyone at her apartment while she's over here rolling around in bed with Jake just having the time of her life? Thank you. Which, by the way, she was feeling some type of way because she didn't go home and whip out the red wine. She whipped out the whiskey, whiskey. honey, neat. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was like, just give it to me in the glass. I was like, ooh, I'm bringing out the strong stuff tonight. She's like, ah, fool them. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, just to wrap the episode up uh, in a bow before we go into Shady Boots and predictions and whatnot, the episode <clears throat> ends with uh, Liv coming back to D.C., going to sleep with Jake, and she says, you know, after tonight, I'm not going to have any friends. It's just going to be you and me. And the morning after, um, you know, things go into play and she doesn't resign. And the look on Jake's face... I think, told it all to me. Mm-hmm. Like, when Liv got up and told him to tell Melly that she has a kill folder and just give it to her straight, and he's like, hey, I think that should come from you. And she's like, no, that wasn't a question. That was an order. I feel like that was the moment when he knew there's literally no saving this person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's honest. I That, to me, was what yeah. led to him taking her job, for real. Because... If he, I feel like he knew that he was the only person in her corner, and the fact that she like was willing to shit on everybody else and then go back to him, but then still also remind him you're still below me. I think that's when it finally set in for him that there's no saving her. Yeah, and I don't think that he's trying to save her. Like I don't know. I, I know it's like this theory that she needs to be saved, but Jake is fueling her. He's providing the support. He he's not ever he's warning people like, hey, she hasn't changed. She's not changing. So just beware. But I don't think he's actively trying to save her. Um, I do think that she always talks to him like this. But to your point in that moment, he was like, hey, can I say a thing? Like he asked permission to give his input, and she like immediately shut it down. And guys, I have to just say something. Wow. Oh, gosh. You know, because O-Laker. I am an O-Laker. And this episode, I was so like, look at Jake. Just like I said it. <laughs> I was like, Jake has her back. Everyone's been writing. We see your comments underneath <laughs> our video. Everyone's been writing, no, Jake is more loyal to Papa Pope. And he's a part of the da-da-da-da. And I just knew that he wasn't. And he had her back. And right when I fixed my mouth to say it and to believe it, he betrayed her. <laughs> And that was the ultimate betrayal, guys. guys. So I just need a moment because Jake Jake hurt me. Mm. Let's take a moment. I've been so loyal. Moments pass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget oh, Jake's so over loyal. here. It's the people versus Olivia Pope. That means everybody. Yeah. Everybody. 
against Liv. Like everyone. No one's in her court. She literally has pushed away everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that hurt me deep. So, <laughs> Jake takes her job, lives out, Jake's in. And the best part about Jake being in is he has Melly wrapped. I think, you know, they're very tapped into each other. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, I mean, I don't know. He could be just doing this to gain some leverage and be a placeholder until Liv, you know, gets her stuff back together. We don't know. But at this point, I mean, Melly is furious. Can we talk about Melly for a little bit? Mm-hmm. And the fact that she, like, now the veil has officially been lifted. Like, yeah. you know the reason why your man died is because <laughs> Liv said so. Oof. Ugh. And he thinks it's because she couldn't keep her legs closed. Oh my out gosh, of yeah, that was one of my shady boots moment. Oh, yeah, let's, uh, I think this yeah. is a great time. Let's yeah. do it. Shady boots. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. <laughs> Should be heels for live. I know stomp these, pumps. Yeah. these pumps. Yeah, these pumps. All right, pumps Paris, take it away. Foot. Shady was mother. Oh, so that was one, Jake, but luckily I had another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it is when Liv, her Liv's face, when Huck said, I'm not your gladiator, and she's just like, ugh, ugh. Like, she was just over it. Like, she was <laughs> pretending, no, but you're my gladiator. And she was giving him this heartfelt speech, and he, when he was over it, she was just like, ugh, oh, fine. Done with you. And I just thought that was so shady. Because I thought she was being real for at least one moment, but she wasn't. Yeah, her little temper tantrum. Yes. My shady boots definitely goes to Olivia in the um, at the beginning of the intervention when they try to come for her and she goes out of everyone. Huck wants to call me a monster. <laughs> I was like, hey. that was good because Huck, you are yeah. the most monstrous person. So she right. That was yeah. good. My shady boots moment was also right after that when she literally <laughs> pushed past Marcus like he wasn't even there. Right. I don't even think she had like a rebuttal for him because he was that irrelevant to her. Right. And I was like, damn, damn, ouch. And he's also, by the way, the only one that we didn't see an interaction with him trying to because he's not relevant. Which I think right. was deliberate too. Yeah. Like, yeah. what was he yeah. going to appeal to her on? For the five minutes I've known you, right. baby girl, don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly. Apart from all of Liv's, because she was just right. so yes. shady this episode, I feel like mine was Fitz for, like, trapping her. Trapping for diversion, her. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it needed to happen, I was just like, damn. Like, right yes. when that door opened and Huck stood up, I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Lots of yep. shadiness and shade being thrown. Um, I mean, it's only going to continue. This is scandal, guys. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um... <clears throat> So the episodes, where where are we left off right now? Um, Olivia's out, Where's Jake's in. in. Uh, Ooh, we see we we see that there will be some sort of conversation yeah. mm-hmm. between Quinn and Liv. Mm. The baby and a gun are both present, which makes mm. me very nervous. <laughs> um, so we've got our hands full for the next coming weeks. Just thoughts on where we can go from here. Prediction. Ooh, I actually got. I have nothing. I really don't have any predictions, so you guys take it away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I this isn't so much of a a prediction, but I am so anxious to see Melly put Liv in her place because Mm. we've seen her do it before, and Mm -hmm. it's never held. Yeah. 
So I'm kind of just anxious to see how that completely plays out because I don't know if she has it in her, to be honest. She hasn't showed it yet. Yeah. She's so weak. But the kill file, that's what it's called, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that was low. (laughs) That was low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. There's a lot. There is, because this, this this is where I'm at. Olivia presented the kill file via Jake to Melly. Mm-hmm. Jake used that, and whatever conversation and agreement that Jake and Melly had now made him chief of staff. When Olivia found out, she didn't confront Jake. She went straight to Melly, which is weird. I think that what we're forgetting is Olivia is just now, she doesn't know what all Melly knows because she hadn't been able to talk to Melly yet. She went home. She went in bed with Jake. I don't think that Jake and her had that conversation because she didn't want to talk about work. She was like, we'll worry about that tomorrow. The next day, she was like, this is what's going to happen. I take that back because that's the reason for the kill file because she does know that Millie, no, working it out as I'm talking about it, I take that back. But But that was her disadvantage to not bring it up. Yeah. And my thing is, Millie, Olivia still has this kill file on you. It doesn't disappear because... They both now have leverage, both Jake and, 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 and Olivia. So I don't know how Olivia can be X out of the White House that she has literally built and then all the information that she knows about B613. So I'm super curious about how this is going to play out. The fact that Quinn showed up, you know, they have that gun scene. I thought she didn't want to kill her. I don't know. I'm just wondering what that tango is going to be. But most importantly, guys, what I realized in this episode is that we were so concerned about what the ending would be. How would this black woman be represented? And I think that they gave us the breakdown right now of Olivia so that we can have time to perhaps build her back up Mm. before the end of this season. So we are just in a couple episodes in. We still have over a month of episodes, but maybe like two months. I don't know how... Because what's been exposed, and perhaps there's saving grace, the fact that Quinn is alive, and maybe she because she didn't actually go through with it and commit it, that there is some type of restitution. But I just feel that it's going to be deep. It sure <laughs> is. We technically only have eight episodes left. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe it's 18 this season, and we're at episode 10 right now. So, great point. Are we at the crescendo? Are we mm-hmm. at the... The, cl- the I don't you yeah. know I failed that <laughs> yeah. class but you, you get what I mean are we at the, the, the top or the end of Olivia are we gonna get her, see her built back up I don't know but to your point um, my prediction is kind of a mix between both of ours just seeing how it's gonna be Melly versus Liv I think they're really gonna play that up mm-hmm. I think that was hinted at the fact that you know Cyrus called out Melly and said you're afraid to do this without her mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if that if this next chapter has Liv or not. But at the same time, Liv is so tied to B613, Melly is still can still be negatively impacted by her outing anything. So it's not like they can just be done with Liv and get off scot-free um, if they were to expose her for anything that she's done. So I really don't know. I just thought of something. Tell me. <clears throat> Tell me. Tell so, us. So, 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 so. I think, oh, okay. Jake is always focused on 
himself and B613. He holds that higher than the White House. While Olivia held the White House high, but still brought in B613 and tried to create some type of balance, I guess. I have a feeling that with Jake being in charge of both, that things are going to go downhill quickly in what Melly's agenda is. And she's going to quickly realize how much she actually needed Olivia and how much Olivia actually had her back. And I think that things are going to spin to where they are needing Olivia. So while they X her out, they're going to be the same people mm. that that needs Olivia to fix something. And then something is going to happen where she has to handle it. Which we have seen one. before mm-hmm. when Fitz was in the office. Yeah. And we've seen that with mm. with Cyrus as well and them kind of needing him to come back at some point. I feel like they lose their way without her. Even yeah, when she left OPA, true. QPA was like, you know, without <laughs> Olivia. So it's, it's, and it's going to be bittersweet. It's going to be bittersweet that taste of asking her to come back and help after they exiled her. So do we think Olivia will actually ever get hers? Wait, I just thought of something. Because oh. we forgot about the crossover episode, so she needs a lawyer. I mean, Viola Davis is coming in somehow. Well, that's in a month. So I'm just like, thinking maybe happen? maybe Quinn does try to work on getting her justice. Maybe they don't forgive Liv. I mean, I'm just trying to work in that crossover episode. Yeah, I don't episode. think Quinn will ever forgive her. So, I yeah. mean... She must be fighting for something. Mm-hmm. But but they, you know, <laughs> what I love also in this episode how they try to figure out all the ways to you know convict her and indict her and to yeah. you know press charges. None of them could stick. So perhaps over these next few weeks they're going to try to build a case and figure out evidence and figure out ways. Mm. And then that's where you know the only where Viola will come in. Why I don't believe that theory mm-hmm. is because of some set pictures that leaked from that episode with oh, man. Liv with the behind the and scenes. Annalise <laughs> and Fitz. All in the same office, talking and looking over some file together. So part of me doesn't think that maybe Fitz wants to help her. I mean, yeah, I I just didn't see it as something like um, Annalise being brought in against Liv. I think it's going to be. Oh no no no! no. Oh, as her lawyer, as her lawyer. Okay, cool. Defending you know, getting her. the best because she has all these crazy charges against her. Yeah. So who right. can defend her? Okay, yeah. that's Ooh. what I was going to. Good. Yeah. So much. We're on the same page. <laughs> but just um, one thing before we wrap up, um, just a shout out, Carmen Williams, a little. Fun fact that she dropped into the chat. She said that Debbie Allen choreographed the dance between Quinn and Papa Pope. <laughs> so cute. I mean, Aww. very simple. They brought in the best. Very simple <laughs> routine. <laughs> I mean, but love Debbie. <laughs> we need to come up with our own little, you know. I know. We need like a, a Shady Boots dance or something. Like right? Two steps. Yeah. Instead of our little snap. What do you guys think? shoulder action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also love really quick, too, on a kind of different note, that I feel like the three biggest players right now are Quinn, Melly, and Liv, and they're all female. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Their story right now. I don't right think now. that's really happened yet. Yeah. yeah. In all of Scandal. Mm. Yeah, that's true, because Fitz always had the power. Right. Yeah. Everything that's been done in his name. <laughs> Let's not forget. Yes. <laughs> largely about Fitz. Um, so we've got our hands full for next week. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really excited. Yes. Um, there's only eight episodes left, so we have to cherish it while we can, Gladiators. Um, I'm not your Gladiator anymore. Heart <laughs> oh, <laughs> wrenching. Talk about hitting you where it hurts. Yeah. Although she didn't seem bothered anyway. Um, so that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, whether you were in the live chat or listening later, we appreciate you guys so much. Don't forget to leave us some feedback, tweet us your theories, all that good stuff. Um, you guys can find me all over social media at Christine Bean. 
And I'm Tessa Saval. You guys can find me all over social media at Tessa underscore Saval. And I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Insta and Snap by Paris Rose. And on Twitter at Paris Rose TV. Yes, and shout out to all our live chatters. Please be sure to like our video and to share it on your social media. And I'm Jessica. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. Bye. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 